wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Once again, Movie Mayhem Podcast, your boys, Matt, Brian, and uh, our microphone is rainbow colored today, Brian, because <laughs> we're a corporation and That's we right. have to do it. That's right, because as an LLC, as Movie Mayhem Podcast, LLC, yeah, we, are we need to, we are LGBTQIA plus friendly. IA? Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Oh, sorry. It's not that I'm like... Asexual. Oh, okay. It's not that I'm like dis... Because I always, I always feel like I'm like out of the like loop of information. Right. right. So when I feel like, oh, like when I'm, the new firmware gets updated. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when I feel finally feel like, all right, well now I'm finally like you know up to date, and they're like, no, 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 no. We had some more. It's like we got this thing going. Sorry about on. that. And like, what is it? It's like, oh, you'll never get it. It's like, oh, well, if you don't tell you'll me, never I'll never get it. I'll never get it. Like, well, please. way to start off our uh, our allyship podcast. I, look, I, I, we we joke, we do joke, but yeah. we are. Pretty. I don't even know how to fucking say it because it's it's one of these things that like. Well, that's the thing with most corporations. There's no way to actually say it. You have to show it. Show it. Right. Um, and I'm not, not that good at photoshopping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, lots of businesses and corporations will show their support. Right. Right. By simply painting over their logo in fun colors and selling it for a to, month. For a month. Yeah. And then throwing it off the shelves and going back to what they do. And it goes is, to the other the alt paint of red, white, and blue for the next month. Right. Yeah. yeah. Really exactly. Get... That way you, you really get both demographics. Yeah. You kind yeah. of feel like, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We still sell our shit at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> and then they send all the gay all the gay pride stuff to Africa like a losing football team. Right, yeah. Yeah. They, they... And they just kids running around with a bunch of like weird shit from Target. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the Target line this year has been something else. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's so like weird for me is like to it sounds so it sounds so weird to say this but like it's like I get it you're trying to be like we're all inclusive we're all that but you like you know take it down a notch target like take it easy Trader Joe's right you know it's like they're people too like you don't have to like constantly just only like pander to them this once once a month like just it'll be cool right right you know? yeah no I get it you know I feel like that's gonna that's a bad take. But. No, no, no. I, I think I know what you're saying. I think, like, you know, if you're going to be about it, be about it for more than right. just a month. Don't yeah, just... don't, don't be about it 365. Don't be about it for 30 days. Right, because that's more performative than right. supportive. Uh, in that vein, we have our Pride Month uh, yeah, episode. One, our one a year. <laughs> <laughs> we have, look, we also have to fill a quota, so. You, you know what I'm saying? If The only thing worse than performatively putting out an episode. Wait, hold on. Also, I spent all the time we watched Lord of the Rings supporting... Sam and Frodo getting together, so... Oh, but everyone knows that's... Yeah. that's uh, oh, I didn't know that. That's true. But that's a cultural staple that Sam and Frodo belong together. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Um, also, but, Finn and Poe from Star Wars. Yeah, it should have been Finn and Poe, though, from the yep, jump. From the jump. 100%. Um, <laughs> that would have missed opportunity. Right? Well, Star Wars was a complete missed opportunity anyway, so... Yeah. yeah, that's true. We need a sequel to Star Wars. That's where mm. Finn and Poe will get their justice. But anyway. Yes. Um, now... The only thing worse than putting out a obligatory and gratuitous uh, gay, you know, right. L, you know, uh, Pride Month episode, is to not put out an obligatory, gratuitous Pride Month episode and show absolutely zero support. Right. So we thought, let's choose the lesser of two evils. <laughs> yeah. Why not? And also, let's pick a movie that's. Is it? Did it age well? I think so. I. Could, do are we the judge of that? No. <laughs> We really have no ground yeah. to, to on which to base that. I mean, it's still funny. Yes. But is it funny, like, ha-ha, or funny, like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'll say there are definitely some parts that are, ooh. Um, but for the most part, I think that the humor was, I think the movie in general is done mm. quite tastefully. Right. Um, so this month, uh, we had a few options. Top Gun. Top Gun. Right. Both of them. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Uh, by the way, banger. Even gayer than Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly's there. Bless her heart. Just 
to even it out. Yeah, exactly. It's like we got these bros playing shirtless football. Let's just throw Jennifer Connelly there for you, no reason. I mean, I was telling you before, like the jeans that Tom Cruise was wearing, just rolled up jeans. Man, mm. <laughs> those Levi five hundred five. The five hundred fives. That's what it's like. The waist thirty, length yeah. twenty six. Yeah. For Tom. <laughs> but anyway, two great gay movies that yeah. we could have that we could have done. Um, but you know, the, it, for us, I, I think I, we were looking for more, emo, like something that really had like a strong emotional core. Uh, yeah, I think it was more of like, kind of. Also, this is kind of. Uh, I don't want to say like, pretty like, in the zeit uh, in the not the, in the zeitgeist, but like, pretty more common than like Top Gun. You mean like it's more grounded? It's like more realistic. Sure. Than Top Gun. Like, sure. Top Gun is just this weird like. Super he- like super like hetero movie that it's like teeters into like wow like you didn't even notice anything yeah. it's like Jesus like pay it, like for one second just stop and take a look at yourself right, right, right. but like this movie was like this is like people living their life it's a slice of life movie mm-hmm. it's not really like these imagine like these super imaginary characters because these are also people that you know it is just like they they could be real people in right. real life right 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 uh. I do think at some point, uh, one of the characters does kind of lead towards like caricature, a little bit. But let's get it into it. Depends on it's, which character you're talking about. If it's, exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into All it. Right, we're talking about 1996's The Birdcage. The Birdcage, directed by Mike Nicholas. Mike Nichols. Mike Nichols, same thing. Right, starring Robin Williams, Nathan Lane, Gene, Gene Hackman, Diane Weist, yep. Calista Flockhart, and generic white guy. Yeah. And Hank Azaria, by the way. Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. Dude, highlight. Loved his Hank loved Azari- his character. It, which I even said to you when it started, like Hank Azaria in his many in his list of many poorly aged characters. Because <laughs> if you ever needed just kind of a guy to be like, oh, what what is he? Racially ambiguous or like, yeah, honestly. or kind of like you know, or uh, I guess orientation ambiguous as well. There's, I suppose there's Hank, Hank Azaria, and he knocks out the park. Um, and, and Birdcage is about a. A gay couple, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Robin Williams plays uh, um, um, Armand. Armand Goldman, who runs a drag club. Yes. Um, and Nathan Lane, his longtime partner, uh, who is the star of the show. Albert. Albert. Star- Starina. Yeah, Starlina. Starina. Yeah. <laughs> plays the star of the show, and um, and their son, who is uh, Armand's son, yes. uh, with. A pre with the with yeah, a, he is the most generic white '90s white man you'll ever see. Correct, and uh, <laughs> he was offbeat da- dancing too. You would think you would. I'm sorry. One, this movie is like almost, this movie is a thir- almost 30 years old. Yeah, no, it's 25 it's, years old. It's yeah, it's 25 years old. I apologize. Almost 30. Almost 30. Almost 30. It's gonna be. It's actually because it came out in March, so it's, it's technically 26. 26. 26. So, <laughs> this guy was raised by two. Artists, artists in music in the musical field. Yeah, and this dude dances like he's never like heard music before. Mm-hmm. He dances on the one and the four, like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Uh, uh, it, it's like come on. Rough. Yeah, it's like you. And he said Rough he's, take. He's twenty years old. It's hard to find redeeming qualities in that kid, <laughs> and the dancing was not one of them. Mm. Um, but he comes through. He wants to marry a girl, and they're very young. He's twenty. She's eighteen. Yeah. But. Somehow, even more uh, uh, controversial than that, uh, her father is a very conservative uh, senator. Yes, who's on a more like chair, co-chair of the Morals Committee. Yeah, which is like all right, just like icing on the cake of like these like white picket fences, like just straight and narrow fucking. Right. If you wanted to know what they meant by uh, conservative, right, that's what they mean. But like behind closed door, like behind closed doors, they're like the. The worst people alive. Yeah, it had it had, and I think that's really like you. What you kind of mentioned halfway through the movie that really resonated with me is the the core of this movie is, um, you you kind of need to put it in context of nineteen ninety six. Yeah. Right where, um, where like the gay like gay people in ninety six, of course, they were here. Yeah, they were know, more vil- our- they were more vilified and made to look cartoonish. Yeah. Than like than they are to look like they are human. It was a lot less representation for them in a sensible way. Right. You know, a lot of the re- like you said, a lot of the representation was like a lot of caricature. It's you like know. you know, like the like hello, like all that right, shit. Right. And like even that, like that's why I feel weird talking about 
because I don't know if this is like looked at in a way that like because Nathan Lane is openly gay mm-hmm. he's, he's been married I think for god as long as I've been alive mm-hmm. but like is like this the one <laughs> is this the movie that'd be like you know this is what it's like right like right or why people go like you know have you ever seen like uh, Goodfellas or some really shitty like like that's what it's like to be, that's like to be a mobster that's what it's like to be you know an Italian living in New York you know right. it's like uh, we eat pizza we got garlic real slim yeah, it's like yeah, no yeah. it's not but like is this like yeah I'm kind of, I'm kind of jumping all over myself I no I think I think which it sounds like you're getting at like whether this is really like an accurate representation right. of uh, of something that's tastefully done and mm. or whether it's something that was sort of played up for laughs due to the times of, ni- right. of the 90s and whether we're even the ones to make that call. Yeah. Because how are, who are we to say that it's offensive? I do feel that... Or not offensive. The jokes weren't because... Like, you, you don't laugh at them because they were gay. You laugh at them because of the situations they were in. For the most part, For, yeah. like, you laugh at, like, Robin Williams, like, freaking the fuck out the yeah. whole time. Like, <laughs> or, like, you laugh at Hank Azaria slipping over his shoes. You, like, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's things like that that I think kind of help the because of it being a tasteful representation. Yeah. But at the same time, they are playing straight uh, straight men, so mm-hmm. to speak, um, to Nathan Lane's character, Albert, who is, by all means, extremely flamboyant. Oh, yeah. You know, extremely uh, emotional. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, I don't know, some might say he represents a lot of the stereotypes that people had about right. he, you know, gay he men does, back in the 90s. He does present more feminine than Robin Williams. Than, For sure. Than Armand does. For sure. Yeah. Um, and but then that and part of that um, does make it a little more relatable as as a couple. But is that only because we're it helps us frame things in our like, with our heterosexual a man, a woman. right, yeah. which doesn't it doesn't have to be that way. But yeah. in the '90s, maybe it did. I think yeah, because it is like that like spoonful of sugar kind of mentality that yeah. movies had in the '90s, where it's like, well, they're this, but right here's that norm you like. So drink it up, stupid. Like right, yeah. and and that's sort of sometimes how how the movie comes off, um, but at the same time, I feel like the the performances and the writing are done with a lot of earnestness, a lot of empathy. Yeah. Um, especially from Robin Williams. Yeah. Uh, while Nathan Lane definitely like steals the show, is like he's like every time he st- he yeah he steals the scene every time he yeah stepped, like him and, and Hank Azaria yeah you know anytime <laughs> either of them are on the scene. We're laughing and and they're and we're they're having we're having a great time with like it. That, yeah. And and uh, but but again, they do kind of, you know, sometimes it, sometimes it's like, oh man, am I laughing because this is like really good comedy, or is this just like a gay joke that I'm right. laughing at? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's look at it like it's a good representation. Sure. Let's treat it like that. Well, but, I mean, well, obviously, you guys know how we do reviews. But we do speak honestly about these movies, so we will point out something that is bad, and we will point out something that is good. And for the most part, I think this movie still kind of holds up. And like the first time I saw it, I saw it with uh, uh, my, I think my family on HBO. Oh, really? Yeah, I know when it came out. I know I remember watching it with my mom and my brother, and I think my dad was there too. How'd that go? Very well. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that's. Part of what it is, right? Yeah. Is that they maybe there are maybe there are maybe there aren't. I don't know. Maybe there are compromises that are made in this script, right? Um, to make it more appealing to like a like a heteronormative platonic fa- like nuclear family. I think they were trying. What they were trying to do was try like like the differences in families. Yeah. They were trying to like kind of because sh- at that time, yeah, like, yeah, like America was a little bit more, um, you know, it was the yeah the Clinton administration. Everyone was like. They, they did the don't ask don't tell because they even joked about it in there mm-hmm. and it was kind of like I think it, it's to tell like regular Americans like they're just like you mm-hmm. they, they have family they feel the same they their heart breaks when something sad happens they you know they want something good to happen yeah. so I think that's it was just trying to sell like, it was trying to sell it on the conservative people uh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of what it is yeah. and even though they may like give some up they may make some concessions as far as like accuracy and right. and uh, and the it, you kind of, in a way they might have put put uh, it in a box. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, there's a lot of different ways that gay people can present in as individuals in their relationships, um, but they chose this very like kind of this very hetero influenced way. Yeah. And 
you know, again, they did that to show, maybe to show people in the audience of 96 that, like you said, the, they're, they're more like us than you would think. Right. And maybe that's the message that was needed back then, you know? Uh, it took a while, but uh, they no, still, <laughs> I mean, it's... I don't know, it, but then again, it's hard to call this movie ahead of its time when it's a remake of a movie from it's, 1978. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean? And, like, it's, and, yeah, you said it was a French, yeah. a, like, a French movie. La la Right. Matt also majored in French when he went Clearly. to college. Yep. But uh yeah, it's it's kinda to like it shows our like America's sensibilities where something like this has to be like kind of like slowly because Robin Williams is also like one of America's favorite actors. Nathan yeah. Lane just did The Lion King mm-hmm. and he's like he's growing as a comedian and then Gene Hackman who's also like Oh, this is America's actor right here. Like Gene Hackman, he's you know he was in he was Lex Luthor in Superman. He was in the French <laughs> Connection. He was, you know, he's he's everywhere. Yeah. And then, on Diane Weist, who is you know the '90s mom, she's a, <laughs> yeah. So like you you kind of had these like you had these actors who weren't like, who had reputations to be like okay well we'll we could accept this like it's mm-hmm. not like you know some like random stranger but they're like no nah, fuck it. It's not gonna happen. Right. I checked the box office of it too. It did make good money. Okay. It was made for I think thirty-one million. Uh, th- sorry, thirteen million dollars. Okay. Oh, sorry, thirty-one million dollars. Wow. And it grossed over a hundred and eighty-five million dollars nice. worldwide. Nice. So it shows there is like people saw it. There was a market for it. There was it, a market for it in ninety-six. Yeah, and I guess even if they did make those concessions for what you might call the right or the wrong reasons, yeah. um, I think as a comedy, it still holds up, and I think. That, like you said, there are a lot of like moral uh, statements being made in this yeah. movie that hold up especially well. Like kind of like sadly, sadly well, that like <laughs> these are still points that are, that, that are can be made being, nowadays. Yeah. Um, like what you said about what how you know about the two different families and oh, yeah. how they're on the outside versus the inside. Yeah, because when you when we meet the uh, the Goldmans and then the the Keelys, the Keelys are a political family. And they're fronting this whole idea of like family first, family first. But all uh, Senator Keeley, Ke- uh, Kevin Keeley, Gene Hackman could think about is winning re-election. So he doesn't really put his daughter first. He doesn't put his wife first. He's always thinking about how he presents to the uh, to the world. Oh wow, mirror in play. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you have the Coleman's who they they all they want is like to be you know good to their their partner. Like uh, when. Uh, God damn bland! What's his uh, Val? The bland, the blandest bland. man, the blandest <laughs> man of all time, come, comes back. It's like, it's like you see, like this is a family that's been together for twenty years. They they love each other no matter what. Mm-hmm. And like I think nowadays, if they made this movie now, I think Val would be less bland. I think he'd be like, if he grew up with it, he would not see a, the problem of having two dads. Right. I think that's also like, like now it's like, because it's what he grew up with, so he should be like, oh yeah, I don't see anything. I it should be normal. It should be normal for him. Yeah, I think in a way it is, but I don't think he. I I, I don't know. I think this is like a big point of contention for the movie, which is bland, because he. Uh, what's We're not saying the movie is bland. We're saying this guy. Is yeah, just yeah, bland, is yeah. Is that, uh, is that he is literally he... could stand in a, a lineup of like five other white dudes, and I would never be able to pick him out. I think I've seen him back before. Maybe I, I saw Chris O'Donnell. I don't know. Um, Who's that guy from? Uh, that's not 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 Jeremy Renner from SWAT. The other bad guy. Yeah, Colin. Oh, not oh. Colin Farrell. The other. Yeah, the other guy. The other the guy. Other, guy. The other bland. White yeah, guy. or was Jerry Jerry Maguire? No, the guy from uh, Kangaroo Jack. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. Sure, sure. You know, but any case, it was it so much him being embarrassed by his family. As, or was it, you know, because first of all, it was Ali McBeal's idea. Right. Oh, right? yeah. Or him just being, like, aware of how his family's perceived and... Right. And 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 the type of people that he's looking to marry into. So, I mean, and also, I guess you, can't, follow- you can't do that nowadays because... She would be like, ah, oh, where, where anti vax Like, no, no. Yeah, go and launch, I, I think launch those... into the Jerry Seinfeld stand-up routine. <laughs> What's the things? deal with that? I, I wonder if like the line is so much harder now that yeah, maybe this like marriage couldn't really happen. Wouldn't really happen. I, also, like nowadays, it would be tough to hide who you really are because mm-hmm. there's like, especially if you're a business owner, the internet is really kind of like shortened that like. Oh no, no thanks. 
but even without the internet, would you marry? I don't know if I would own him. Nah, I can't say that's true. What's that? Because I was say like, if they if they're super duper conservative, mm. right? Her parents, uh, and his parents, you know, are two gay men, right? Right? Would would that couple really happen? But I think it would. I think also then again, I think it like, still could. It's. I think it also depends on how fervent, if that's the right even word, right word, how like conservative these people are. Like yeah. if they are like you know like all right, well, okay, so you have gay parents. Well, don't worry, we're gonna be stopping by at nine o'clock at night, burn a cross on your lawn, and then we're out of here. Like mm-hmm. if those people are like gay, yeah, get the fuck out of here. No thanks. Right. But if they're just like, well, we have, like all, all we have is just family values. And then you say, like, well, no, this is my family. Mm-hmm. We do this. And you're like, all right, well, there's common... Like, if there's still common ground, I think mm-hmm. that... But I think nowadays it's so hard to find, like... Like, every, all, all common ground is such thin ice now. Yeah. It's yeah. like one wrong step is like, ah, oh, fuck it. Like, it's not even worth it. Right. But I yeah, think... Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of what I mean, yeah. But they didn't make him... Like, they were getting close... They were, like, teetering the line of making Gene Hackman so unforgivable yeah. with, like, shit he says. Yeah. Especially with like how hard Hackman says things, where it's like, Ooh. yeah, it's like you sure, Gene? Yeah. <laughs> That's a take you want. It's like, but he never like, he, like when he finds out who it is, he never like super dismisses them no, as no. being yeah, like yeah, illegitimate yeah. people. Right. He's like, well, this looks bad for me. Right. And that's all he thinks about. He's the the dis like I would expect someone of his leaning mm-hmm. of his like political of his opinions and his political leanings to be like almost disgusted when he found out just like throws up everywhere yeah <laughs> and then throws up all the soup yeah. but he but he didn't <laughs> it didn't seem like this that this is not what it looks like I just have food poisoning <laughs> right 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 but he more like you said more again just only worried about his reputation right you know and uh, it's sort of like what you were saying before where like they are the, the conservative family preaches their family values preaches how important morals is right. are and everything but it's, you know, Robin Williams' family that will, you know, except for Bland, that will, like, actually put their family first. Well, it's actually, walk the walk or talk the talk. Yeah, they, they walk the walk. Yeah. Where if, if Albert, you know, gets really gets upset and, and, and tries to leave, you know, Armand will go after him and, and, right. and talk to him and, and, and show his, his love for him. Or he'll sacrifice for his son or, he'll, you know, he'll, right. they'll do all these things for each other and... You know, you just don't see that from the other family. Quite, yeah, I'm, quite the opposite. You see Gene Hackman's, uh, you see Keeley run like out the jump out the window. Yeah, you know, and, he would and, rather climb out of a window as an old man. He would rather climb out of a window than listen to his wife. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, like, right. You 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 do get to see, yeah, these these different families, but like it's still like it's not like, oh yeah, he was caught with like yeah. an underage prostitute. Yeah, and even Al is like. Trying to try, he tried so hard to like, sh- you know, quote unquote, straighten up. Straighten up, yeah. To straighten up in both ways, like yeah. You know, as as when he tried to be in his suit, which was like one of the saddest scenes. Yeah, it was. And then when he was in, in the, like, I guess like the the Nancy Reagan drag. Yeah. Which was also one of the funniest. Things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's this fun kind of balance, like not fun balance, but you know what I mean, like right. this balance that's like, oh yeah, like if he's sacrificing who himself is, like it is very sad yeah. to see. But when he's like kind of playing it up in his element yeah. and these two straights who are like so fucking scared of like the other side like they can't fucking figure it out right <laughs> staring right. them right in the face and they can't fucking <laughs> pick up on it like that's a man like that's, yeah that is also that's a very funny like bit it's a, it's a great bit and yeah. what I like about the pacing of this movie is that they really set up the first like hour uh-huh. straight up <laughs> of the first hour yeah to set up these characters set up their relationships you know set up their their Ideal, their ideals, right. and set up the the problem, so that the second half, we can just watch this whole thing play out, you yeah. know, and, and the setup was done in a way where again it doesn't drag, you know. Yeah. I remember like we were watching and I was like, holy shit, that was an hour, right? You know? Yeah, um, I think it started to drag like once it got to maybe Christine Baranski's office, mm-hmm. like when he started like. It's like, okay, we're just doing this extra, like, fetch quest kind of thing. Yeah. We don't need to do it, but yeah. here we are. That's true. Uh, I think in the end, it ended up adding additional tension of, like, oh, when is when is yeah. she going to show up? You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I, that's why they did it. But, uh, but yeah, I think at that point, 
things started to slow down, and then the dinner started. Yeah. And then things really... Uh, I it's actually, the spin, I think it's things, the spinning plates. It's like yeah. you have these things going, and you're like, okay, well, like, uh, Albert locked himself away, and then they have to pretend like <laughs> maybe this uh, Christine Bransky is on her way, but like, kind of like all these like different things are going wrong. Yeah. But they have to present like they're doing just fine. Right, right. And, and what's cool is that for the whole movie, a lot of it is Armand like playing it cool, mm-hmm. keeping Al in check. You know, doing you know, taking control of everything. Right. You know, really trying to make this thing happen, and then and then while Al is like having a breakdown in every scene, <laughs> you can see oh! like <laughs> like I, my favorite was when he <laughs> when he uh, he get he catches like Armanda and and uh, Christine Bransky yes uh, together in her office. And he and he you know he runs out and he runs to the car and he like accidentally honks the horn and like scares like oh it scares himself yeah. it's like oh my god this guy <laughs> or when uh or when he's like trying to like act straight at the restaurant yeah it's like oh like he's trying to like you no, smear no, the toes like I pierced it I pierced it no one men don't care about toast yeah. <laughs> just throw the toast into the street and I was like that's a ninety dollar plate of food right there <laughs> and the fucking uh the John Wayne walk. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's a good impression. I didn't realize how bad he walked. <laughs> oh man! But but once the dinner starts, he takes over and he is completely composed. I'm... He's got it in his. He's in his element. Right. He's trying to. He's exactly who he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And it's Armand who is trying to fit this this role and yeah. failing miserably. Yep. You know, and everything's sort of falling apart on his behalf. Yeah, because the suspicions were off of Al and right, right onto Armand. Right, right onto Armand. But what I love about the whole Al, like, showing up as as the mom to dinner is that the lead-in to it is one of the most, like, boring, like, dialogue oh, scenes. Oh, God. Where Gene Hackman's just like, eh, we drove from Ohio down to Virginia to Kentucky to... And then, like he's as he's describing it, it just like changing. there is no like vibrancy to it, right? And it, and it's on purpose to be yeah. like this like kind of drab conversation. And then when Nathan Lane shows up, it's like, whew. he's the only one wearing color, right? In the whole dinner, yeah, he's he's like yeah, he's vibrant. He's got these big like this big like pearl necklace, this yeah. big like per- pink coat. It's just and it just adds so much. And you could see like. Callista Flockhart finally like is like on his side. And yeah, like, she was mortified, but then when he when he slipped up on the last name, right? Then he covered it beautifully. <laughs> right. Holy shit! Yeah. It's like yes, well you know the French, you know they called it uh, Coleman, <laughs> and then in the in Greece, you know they say where he where he where he where he works, they call it Goldman, and then in Florida where he lives, you know we call it Coleman. So really, we don't know who what our last name is. We don't know where we are until someone says our last name. Oh. <laughs> And it was right. just like it's like it's just spinning and like right. just and going. And she was just so relieved, and she's like, "Oh my god, this this is our he, this man is our savior." You're right. You know that she finally feels uh, yeah, because she like, like this has hope because Callista Flockhart realizes that she it wants what's best for Bland and Callista Flockhart, mm-hmm. Ally McBeal and Bland, mm-hmm. just the two blandest white people. Boy, but in a way, I feel like you, someone need they needed to be Bland because imagine if you have these this larger than life character in Al. Mm. You have this larger than life persona in Robin Williams. You know you have Agador Spartacus, who's like yeah. nailing it too, every time. Too much, right? Yeah, like and if you have two other like big characters, well, I would like to see her be a little bit more big than Bland. Yeah, because I don't think Bland could do it. I don't think he has a range for it. <laughs> but like her being a little bit more like, I guess like I guess liberal mm. would be the the friend. But like her being more like. Her being panicked too, right, like her right. like panic being a little bit more out on the front instead of her just kind of like standing meekly, which you know I guess it's you got to write so many characters. Yeah, somebody's got to lose some lines. Well, yeah, because I think they the two of them like they're straight men. Yeah, they're straight men to the to the bit of you know the the dinner. They're straight men to Robin Williams, who's a straight man to Nathan. Who's a straight Lane. man to Nathan Lane. So they're like wow. They're like fifth. They're like they're like the sixth man on the on the bench. Right. They're like right. really just trying. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's quite the it's quite the hierarchy of, of right. personality that you have going on there. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Um, but you know the movie's not perfect. No. Definitely some things from a story perspective that I found. First of all, bland is bland as bland hell. as hell. Yeah. And uh, never once did he consider. You know, oh, maybe just be honest. You know, um, 
Well, the, I think that's why they made him 20 instead of 45, which mm-hmm. how old he was, I think. But, like, because at, at that young, you're, like, you're supposed to, like, all right, maybe it's the mistakes of the youth mm-hmm. to be, like, all right, the stupid kids. Yeah, and he's, and, and he's in love. You know, yeah. he wants to get married. He'll do whatever it takes. Right. But what, whatever he thinks it takes, you know, for the marriage to happen. Right. Um, it's also not his story. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I guess his character growth was is when he revealed, you know, this is my family. And, yeah, I guess throughout the dinner, he's realizing how much yeah. his, his dads will do. I would have liked one, like, one real interaction between Val and uh, Al? Albert. Yeah. Just to be like, because I know, like, they did, they looked through the photo album but I would like like a little bit more kind of interaction. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. just me. Yeah, because you could daily, you could always see throughout the movie, Armand is his dad. Yeah. Right. But sometimes he treats Al the same way he treats Agenor. Right. It's like the help. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the whole idea of like, uh, you have to like leave. Yeah. Like that, I feel like, because that's what I was saying before. It's like. If you grew up like this, so you know what makes this right. person sad. You know this person. Why would you? Suggest you know that, like, it? Yeah. if if you suggest, like, and also there had to be a time when you were hitting puberty, like a little shit, like we all were when we were like fourteen through, I guess thirty eight. I don't yeah. know. How and if this man, went. if this man raised you as so as you, a mother, yeah. you're you want to send your mother away, right? You know, like that's like the thing. It's like why wouldn't like the uncle plan be the first off the bat? It's like, right. like, and then you see this part, like, but again, yeah, then you take away half the comedy of like. Yeah, of him training. But, like, I, I don't know. I also feel like the trailer ruined a lot of this. Well, I shouldn't have played the trailer for you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But then, like, it must have ruined it even more back back in 96. Because you have half the movie, again, is them exhausting every option. Right. Other than what we know is going to happen, which is Nathan Lane being in drag. Right. Uh, at, the, at, at the second half of the film. Yeah. So the first half, the entire first half of the movie... It's just us waiting, like, okay, we know this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we know this that he's not going to be able to do this. Like, we know that they're going to get, you know, that this is going to fall the, through. The, the, everyone's going to get found out. Right. Yeah. So when, so it's just kind of like, okay, like, get to the point, get to the part that we know you're going to get to. Right. You know? Um, but also, I think that's how we've changed as maybe a movie audience. Because, like, now, like, at, in trailers, we know what to look for. Mm. Like, when they... Also, trailers were like once you didn't get them all the time. That's true. You so, couldn't like, YouTube them. You couldn't YouTube. You like a trailer was in front of the movie, or like, oh hey, like in between, hey this, tonight on Jay Leno, like, right. and you'll see like the Birdcage like trailer. So, them playing like a like a thirty like a twenty twenty minute a two minute trailer would be like, oh okay, so you're kind of selling the movie real yeah. quick, and now it's just like because you can get it so often and you get so many trailers right as we devolve into like trailer talk because we're two guys with very strong opinions on trailers on trailers yep. not on the birdcage but on trailers we have very <laughs> strong opinions on. but like but yeah um yeah the, the trailer did give a lot away and that's that's what it is yeah i think like if you if you do go back and watch like 90s movie trailers they give everything away unless it's a movie like a mystery like a like scream, I bet didn't be like, oh, Billy did it. Right, right. right. Find out how, help Sydney find Billy who did it. But even the Terminator, you know. Oh, like, Terminator. They remember T two, right? Yeah. They. Yeah. But they've done. That's like their thing. That's they thing. always give away the they twist. They always give it away in T in Terminator movies. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, uh, what do you want to talk about? Next? Do you want to talk about Robin Williams or Nathan Lane? Because I thought both of their performances deserve I... some. Yeah, Some yeah, talk. let's talk about that. I mean, they were the fucking anchors of this movie. They were stars. They are absolutely stars. And, you know, I I find it tough when people, like, because I've, I've seen this movie plenty of times, like I said, I saw the first time with my family, and, like, I've seen it sporadically through the years. So, like, mm-hmm. I've, I've known it's been in the, like, in the, the head canon that I have, I guess. So it's like a movie that I've seen, movie that I know. Yeah. And when people talk about Robin Williams and they don't mention this, mm-hmm. it's like, what do you, like? Yeah, I'm not real fan. Okay, it's like, come on, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you, you mentioned, like fucking, uh, fucking uh, old uh, that him and John Travolta movie, but you won't mention this shit. Like, come on, like. Right. It's like get get to get your shit together. Yeah, th- I mean, this one definitely flies under the radar as far as Robin Williams' like filmography. You know, I didn't know I about it either. I feel it shouldn't. I feel it should be like right up in the front. 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a more restrained performance, right? Because he's not the... He's not flying off the fucking handle. Right, that's Al. Al's yeah. doing that. Except when he's you know, trying to show the guy <laughs> how to dance. Yeah. yeah. Like, he had his he had, like, had his one moment, which was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, it's... it's Because like, Robin Williams is, like, a great... He's a great real actor yeah. and a great comedic actor. Yeah. And this, he had to kind of walk the lines of both. Yeah. Where it's like you ha- he had to convey like heartbreaking emotion and then he also had to be like running into a kitchen screaming about dicks on plates like, <laughs> like the, the fucking like 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 whi- like whiplash turn that yeah. is yeah. but only like he could do that absolutely yeah. absolutely you know I, there was one line that he said when he was talking to Christine uh Bradley. And uh, Christine Baranski, uh, you may know if you saw The Grinch Who Stole Christmas with Jim oh, Carrey. She yeah. was the mayor of Whoville's wife. Oh, uh, she is. Wow, they really did not have to change much with their face to get she, that. Yeah, she oh. she is um, like an absolute like legend of like Broadway and shit like oh, that. Cool. So she's like like her name fucking rings if you say it in the right streets. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I knew that. As hard as I made Christine Bar- like Omar's coming, like Christine yeah. Baranski's on. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, when he's in the office and uh, he's all, oh, you've done so well for yourself. And she goes, like, well, I owe it to you. You know, the money you gave me, you know, for, uh, in the alimony was helped me start all of this. You know, you should have taken stock in it. And he was like, well, you know, it was worth it for me. I, I got Val. Right. Right. And it's like, damn. It's like, that's, that's that fucking priority shit where it's yeah. like, oof. Like, or, or when he shows the palimony with the the paperwork with Al, yeah, like yo, how do you not marry? The, how do you not want to marry this man? Right, like you know, like that man is so wholesome, but at the same time, like, you know, he's not always nice to Al. You yeah, know, he, but the, but he he knows because he knows Al. He knows, right. you know, when when to make fun of him and when he's really hurting, when he actually when he needs love and when he needs to be, you know, just like right. He knows tough he love. knows his partner. He knows his partner to be like. Well, I know you're full of shit right yeah. now. Like you're talking about going to a graveyard, you're full of shit. Yeah. But this has been a tough week, so I want to let you know how serious I am. Yeah, because he still goes after him, yeah. even though he knows he's full of shit. He still goes <laughs> yeah. after it's him. Waiting at a bus stop in front of a fucking like a dock. <laughs> which is which no, is that hilarious. was like that was like the third time he he walked right. he ran away he too. He walked out so many. He walks out in the relationship every scene. <laughs> like yeah, the beginning of the movie where like. Al doesn't want to go on stage. Yeah. So he's like, well, maybe you know, Lola could go on instead. Right. And she's, and she's like, oh, no, 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 I'll do it. Yes, yes. And the fucking, um, oh, why do I, Agadork is like, oh, I'll give you this this pill. And he's like, what are you doing getting her hooked on drugs? It's like, just aspirin. Yeah, I just, I just scraped off the A and the S. A and the S. It's like, oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's like these, and it's also like with Nathan Lane too, like, it, I guess he, it would it, it is nice for Al to constantly know when he feels bad that there is somebody who will like move heaven and earth to yeah. make them feel better. Yeah. yeah. And I like this movie. But I actually I just, like this movie. I do too. Yeah. But at the same time, Robin Williams like does get caught in a lot of like precarious positions. So I kinda get <laughs> he's you know, where where Al who was uh, you know, dramatic. The man's wearing very baggy pants. He's gonna be caught in a couple of things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's true. You can't walk around with like I, linen pants on. That, that's facts. But I, I really liked when Bland first uh, proposes, you know, the 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 idea of you know, pretending acting straight for the movie, right? Uh, for the for the dinner, you know, he goes on a, like a big speech on, you know, how he lied to himself for so long, mm. you know, about who he was, and and then he, it took him like twenty years to finally like be true to himself and. You know, you fuck this guy if he, you know, if, if you want me to be right. If you know, he's not gonna accept myself for him too. And that, like, was some fucking acting. Yeah. Yo. That's well, that Robin Williams shit. That Robin Williams shit, bro. That's like that's also like my new favorite thing in Marvel stuff. Mm. I'll say it so we could get the hits. But like, nice. it like in the new like Marvel phase where they just like have that one random scene of like, oh yeah, it's a good actor. Act. Just go ahead. Yeah, go go, go act. Ahead. Go ahead, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Go ahead and act. Yeah, yeah. yeah he gives a whole shit about like M, uh, fucking Gwen, Gwen Stacy. Stacy. You're like, okay, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Be Oscar Isaac, I guess. Yeah. And he has that whole thing about like uh, when the you you finished Moon Knight. I did. When he's like, oh, when like you exist because I needed yeah. you to. It's like, it's like okay. So now when Thor comes out, it's like Christian Bale. All right, ten minutes. 
Go you're, on the, you're on the clock, yeah. pal. Then, you're, then we're making, you know... Then we're going to make dick jokes. You're making dick jokes for the rest of the movie. Jokes. Yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like when Robin Williams... Wanda. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even in Multiverse of Madness, she had a few... They gave her a couple of times. They gave her, like, a chance to, like, you know, like, show why yeah. you act. Like, all right, now murder these guys. <laughs> and now they'll just uh, make uh, John Krasinski spread apart like spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, Robin Williams is, like... He is a fantastic actor that should not just be boiled down to Mork and the genie. Yeah. Like, it's so many great things. Like, Awakenings is amazing. Yeah. Robin I mean, De Niro. I need to... I need... I, I don't think I watched enough Robin Williams when I was a kid. You could do a whole Robin month. I would totally do a whole Robin month. We could do a whole bunch of months. Yeah, right? We got a <laughs> few month. months. We got a few themes that we're ready to Anything go. Anything not to do Harry Potter. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just me. Harry Potter is going to be so spread out across the season that when we get to the last ones, I, that's going to be the season I think finale. The gimmick, I think the gimmick of the Harry Potter should be like once, like every like, like couple of in between couple months, like, yeah, in between a theme month. It's like we need that, like that transition episode. It'll like, be Harry Potter. It'll be a Harry Potter to break it all up. <laughs> I said we'll do it. We won't do it all together. Uh, I mean, hey, yeah, but uh, but no, I I thought it was a really enjoyable movie that uh, you know maybe maybe skirts some lines. That I think in '96 this movie was probably like very well done. Yeah. Um, and coming back in it, like they do use like the F word a lot. Yeah. Have, like the F slur. That's. Uh, that did. Yeah. That's. That ne- that, that word that, that never yeah. ages well. Yeah. You know. That's like um, going back and watching a Tarantino movie. It's like. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Like that it's one of those harder, things where but... it's like, no matter how many times my roommate says about himself, I I'm not gonna no, yeah. say it about him or anyone else. You know. Yeah. I mean? It's kind of like yeah. It's it's one of those words. It's like. I mm, uh, yeah no 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 let's not let's not go there let's not and they go there a lot yeah they go there yeah but also I, like and they say it in like yeah there's no really no forgive I don't want to go like right like it, it, the, like they they almost say it with like a token of pride right when they use it um, because it's soft, never, the straight people never hate. say it the it's the gay yeah. people that are saying it about themselves yeah um you know but it, it I don't know for me it's still just like. It's a tough. It's a tough. It's a tough one to. It's yeah. a tough pill, um, tough pill. Tough but pill. you know, I understand. I know that it's used a, lot, a little more colloquially within the community. So, yeah. um, whether or not that's right or we wrong, haven't for got, Robert we haven't Williams gotten the pass. Say, I'll let them do it. Yeah. Just like one of our peoples in karaoke, just kind of passing by a word yeah, with yeah, another yeah. word. Exactly. Like we won't. We won't say it, uh, yeah. or we won't whatever. But we'll say it like a, a white guy rapping at karaoke. <laughs> Forgetting that the lyrics coming up. Yep. Hey, he always he always found a good substitute though. He really did. He hey, really fellas. did a good job. Yeah, fellas. Hey, fellas. Oh man. Oh uh, Jesus Christ. You know you know another thing. I kind of wish Dean Hackman had a little more comeuppance. Not that he was like a villain or anything, but clearly he was the antagonist of the movie. I like that he. Yeah, like I think his comeuppance was that he was actually more comfortable in a dress. That he was going to think and he, he thought he would be. He's yeah. like, I don't want to be the only girl dancing alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, it, I, I also, and also, I, he never had like a big, yeah, and he's not like technically a villain. He's just an asshole. There's yeah. a difference between assholes and villains, right? Like, he's a guy that has very dickish beliefs, right? You know, but uh, but he he doesn't do anything, you know, bad. No, you know, he is. His values are... Talks to Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> his values are out of whack, but he's not actively doing anything to stop the protagonist. It's right. normal for you to meet the in-laws right. uh, prior to like kind of approving of the wedding, and you know it's normal to be skeptical of them. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. And also, like, that whole, like... And... <laughs> he did make the joke. It was like, oh, like... When you like, they found out like uh, Al was a man, and like, oh, oh wait, you're Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, wait, wait, what's going on? <laughs> so it's like these weird, like these weird kind of like comical, like contrivances that he has, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, where he's not a bad guy, he's just a dumb guy. Yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I think, and also he's, I think Gene Hackman was a nice, is a nice guy. I have in, no idea. In your life, I, I haven't heard a bad thing about you. him. Could not tell you. I think he, he, he was. Very yeah, I don't know. I I don't know the man. But so. you know who was a really nice guy? Agador. Agador Spartacus. <laughs> Agador Spartacus. 
so so sweet. And <laughs> the, him just like having a meltdown when he's like thrust into this role of like chef and and, and this he's the shoes, you know. <laughs> it's just, we like, didn't it, make it's, an entree. You didn't it's so busy. <laughs> Because I'm Guatemalan, you know. I'm just afraid of my heat. Yeah. It's not afraid of your heat. <laughs> like, Hank Azaria is always, like, I guess whenever he's doing, like, a funny voice, he's always just really, like, extra funny for some reason. Yeah. And maybe, I mean, there's a documentary about, like, him being problematic, I guess. Oh, is there? Well, it's the whole, like... Uh, do we need a poo of the Simpsons anymore? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did stop doing a poo. He did stop doing uh, Lenny. He did stop doing a lot of the other uh, uh, different uh, nationality characters on the Simpsons. Yeah. But he still does get a bazillion dollars an episode. So, I mean, just hey. to do Mo, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. But, yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, Hank Azaria was fucking hilarious in this. Yeah. Just as, like, just way, like this wild card comic relief. <laughs> just, like, just... Like going into the scene, coming out of the scene. Right, right, <laughs> absolutely. Well, when he like when they're all singing and dancing, and he just throws himself into the <laughs> belts out. And he has a little going. Yeah. <laughs> and then now that you mention it, I realize that he always wanted to be in the show. Right. And that was that him. was the show. Yeah. That was oh man, that's good, man. That's good stuff. It's good. St- it's a good story. Yeah. Very good story. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we we're about forty-six minutes in. Okay. Do you want to uh, it? give it a grade? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. All right. What do yep. you think? I went first last time. Um, I think, cause, yeah, like I said, I've seen this movie a whole bunch of times, and I think it's around like a seven and a half and eight. Mm-hmm. I really like. I really like it. I think it's like it's 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 a fun like two hours. Yeah. Like, you know, um, it, it is funny. It is nice to see like these like heartwarming moments that there are. Yeah. And also, like, Nathan Lane is just fucking magnetic. Gold. And, yeah. like, him and Robert Williams are, like, perfect together. Man. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know if it... I don't know if the if it's good representation, if it's bad representation. Somebody but let I know us that know. it's Yeah, someone let us know. But I know that as a couple... Right. I like them as a couple. I think yeah. they were... They were they had a strong emotional bond. I thought they complemented each other well. And that's really the crux of the movie is that... Their family values and, and their you know commitment to each other is what shines um, beyond or brighter than the sort of moral politics right. of you know the their in laws or of the situation that they're in, and uh, and, and yeah I, I think that that statement in itself um, and just the performances by everyone except for Bland um, really yeah for me I'm I'm thinking seven and a half eight as well. It's like I just googled is the birdcage problematic and everyone's like, eh, it's pretty good. It's like, okay. all, right, all right, if Google says. All right, good. Also, it's on Rotten Tomatoes. It's around eighty-one percent, so mm. it's fresh, and the the it's eight. I'm sorry, eighty-two critic, eighty-one audience score. Okay. Uh, it's like at a high uh, four star. I think four star. I said uh, review on. Mm. Letterbox. Like four, six, four, seven. Yeah. So it's like it's do it's 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 good. It's like people still like it, and people have like for Letterbox they have to go back and watch it again. Yeah. So to we like were, rate it. So it seems like we were a little we we're a little confused on yeah. whether or not I don't think it we should check any boxes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think we're more afraid of it not being like taken like we're we're more afraid of the problem than the actual movie. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we should be. Uh, so let's delete the. Not. Let's delete the episode. Start over. <laughs> Start over. Uh, no, yeah, I think you're right. I think yeah. I think maybe we overthought it. I think I think that's the problem. I think our confusion. We kind of just like in the birdcage, you overthink the problem. By the end, you realize it's just family. Yeah, family's a family. It's all about family. Yeah, it's all about. Fa- by the way, Nathan Lane in the Fast and Furious. Fast and 10, Furious Ten playing, <laughs> playing Albert. <laughs> uh, yeah. So all right. So it's would yeah. You, you said it's eight. Yeah, I'd say so. Eight, eight. It's a good movie. It's yeah. on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, you have Top Gun Maverick. If you want another fun gay movie, yeah, go see that shit. Mm-hmm. They play double football, which makes no fucking sense. I I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I still don't get it either. Um, let's see. What else? What else is? What, what else, else is gay? What, no. What else? What else is gay? Uh, Buzz Lightyear, Disney. I don't know. We'll get there. You'll get there. Uh. 
No, yeah. Jurassic uh, World. Jurassic. I did. I heard mixed things. I heard if you take it as a, as like a, as like a goofy like B movie, mm. it's fine. Not a lot of dinosaurs in it. Oh really? Yeah. That's that's unfortunate. That's upsetting. Yeah, that's upsetting. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So we also talked about doing some theme months. Mm-hmm. So I think probably the two we've come up with so far. Yeah. With the you know with the year almost over. Mm-hmm. Now we start doing themes. But then again, we don't really We do... didn't start in January. We didn't start in January. That's right. We started two weeks ago, three yeah. weeks ago, six yeah. weeks ago. I don't remember. So one month you wanted to... To, to do, do with Cohen's Brothers. The Cohen's Brothers. We've, we've done a couple of Cohen's Brothers movies already. Yeah. And then we're finally going to do a Wes Anderson month. Yeah. Yes. We need to find the most symmetrical month to do it on. Well, July is going to be a fucking disaster. So, uh, in August, the first half of August will be pretty rough. So, September. Oh, I mean, Libras are in October. Why does that matter? Because it's the balance. Like the scales? The scales. All right, yeah, that could work. <laughs> the scale. That could work. That's but we usually the... do, like, spooky stuff in October. You, I mean, Wes, have you seen a Wes Anderson movie? No, is it, it could be pretty disturbing, no, I guess, huh? All, no. Oh, okay. It's disturbed by how symmetrical it is. <laughs> by how much yellow and, and baby blue. Of how many times you could stuff Willem Dafoe in a weird shirt. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Okay, well, you know what? Until we get there, that is the shoot. Bang, bang. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, we'll definitely watch Birdcage. Yeah. It's, it's, really, it's a really fun watch, and then... You know, you won't have to be confused like we are about whether or not it, you like it right. and it's acceptable. Um, we're all just going to go out and say that, yeah, yeah it's, it, good. It, it's good. Good time. Yeah. Um, as far as us, you can always hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And on Letterboxd says Movie Mayhem Podcast. Is it Movie Mayhem Podcast? I think so. I just, I just had it open. <laughs> it should be Movie Mayhem Podcast. I think if you start typing that, you'll get us. Anyway. Yeah, you'll you'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. All it's right, all right, guys. Well, uh, enjoy the rest of Pride Month. Yeah. Maybe we'll watch Fire Island next week. Ooh, that's pretty on the on the nose of what <laughs> it is supposed to be. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Or maybe we'll do something less gay, like a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> that's actually more gay. All right. All right. Bye. Peace.